have to say a word Baby, don't say a word When you walk in Girl, just take off your clothes Leave them on the floor Cause we don't need them no Everybody, thank you and welcome to volume three of Hush. It's a beautiful starry night right now. I hope your night is going just as well and we'll go ahead and start off with an introduction of this episode. Again, my name is Kim, co-host are Kendra and Chris and today we have a few special guests. One of them here is actually present with us and her name is Jessica and we'll go ahead and have Lisa also as well on the show. And then we may get a few extra special guests along the way. So we are looking at having a very open discussion today about motherhood and sexuality and if they can coexist as well as MILFs, which is, you know, popular topic these days. All right. Hey, how are you guys doing? This is Chris and I'm going to be happily willing to introduce Lisa, who is going to be sharing her rite of passage story, a.k.a. losing the virginity. So, Lisa, we're going to have you take it away and share us how the first time went down. Thank you very much, and hello, everybody. So, I was 15 when I lost my virginity. It was right before Christmas. Uh, The guy that I slept with, he was 17. And um, I went over to his house, and we were listening to music first. We were listening to Marilyn Manson. (laughs) And he just kinda kept touching me. He gave me a kiss on the neck. I had told him before I went over there that I wasn't ready. But he said that, or once I got over there, he had said that um, it's not as bad as everybody makes it seem. And he kind of just wore me down a little bit, started touching, kissing. He started on the neck. Uh, He moved down to my breast and started filling on them. And then he put my hand on his penis and um, just told me to, to rub on it. So I did. Um, we did that for about two, three minutes, and then he kind of just threw me down on the couch, and he started making out with me more. He was a little forceful for the first time for me, but I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. So I just, I went along with it. We moved from the living room to the uh, to his bedroom. Um. He laid me down on the bed, and um, he he proceeded to go down on me. It was a lot weird, and I was really fidgety, so he didn't stay down there very long. Um, from there, he wanted me to go down on him, and I told him I didn't know how. I haven't done anything. And so um, he just guided me told me what to do. He used his hand um, to direct my head and everything that like that that needed to go on. And then from there, um, uh, we switched roles to where he was on top of me. And the first time he went in, he didn't even think about like, hey, this is her first time. He just went in. And I flinched. 
told him to get off. I didn't like it. So then he said, maybe if you're on top, it'd be a little bit easier. So then I got on top, which it was a little bit easier. So it, it lasted probably like three, four minutes before he was done. Once I was done, I don't even think I had an orgasm or I came or anything like that. All I remember is blood. And um, I went to the bathroom, I cleaned up, he cleaned himself up, and honestly, that was the last time I saw him. <laughs> and that was how I lost my V-card. Very uncomfortable. Thank you so much for that story, Lisa. I'm sorry that it went down that way. Um, we are going to go ahead and move on to our next guest here, and that's Jessica. She's going to go ahead and share her story as well. And whenever you're ready. All right. Um, I was 14. It was Veterans Weekend, so we had like a Thursday off or something. And our friend was having a party. So my boyfriend at the time and I decided that we were going to walk over to Limberlost Park. And we ended up making out. And he had gotten a condom from a mutual friend. And uh, we were both virgins. There was absolutely nothing magical. There was no foreplay. <laughs> no, you know, blowjobs, no going down, nothing fun. We were in the grass. He put the condom on and went right in, and that shit hurt so bad. I just remember it hurting. And it lasted like maybe 45 seconds, a minute. And um, pulled our pants back up and went back to the party. That was that was losing my virginity. We dated for a couple weeks later, and then that was it. He ended up marrying my best friend, though. So that was oh, wow. cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, joining us in the rite of passage with the losing the V card stories. We really appreciate that. We are going to go ahead and move into our topic today, which is about motherhood and sexuality, and if they can coexist. Um, so where this came about really was just this article that I was reading about on the internet by Rachel Kona. It's really called Can Motherhood and Sexuality Coexist? It's basically talking about how sexual a female can be when she's already a mother. There's a sense of a type of purity that a woman should have when she has a child according to some views in society. Uh, the article even goes as far as talking about an actual blogger who had uh, lived in a small town and she was pretty judged and uh, I believe at some point given limited opportunities because of the fact that her blog was so open about sexuality and she happened to be a mother. So I just want to go ahead and start off with the first question. How sexual do you think a mother can be? Are there limitations in your eyes to that? I don't think so. Think whatever feels comfortable for you, period. If you want it, you want it. If you don't, you don't. And so when you see mothers like Kim Kardashian and you see people calling her a hoe, like recently Sharon Osbourne, that kind of slut-shaming kind of thing, and tying it into the fact that she is a mom, does that affect your opinion on anything? No, I feel that Kim Kardashian is a grown woman. She knows what's right and what's wrong. She, she feels... I feel that she feels what she puts out there for the public to see should be okay for her child to see. Uh, 
I'm not one to judge other parents because I know not everybody would agree with me. I, I am a little more, um, I don't share as much sexually out with the public, but that's because how people see me as a person now. If I could be open sexually about anything like I would like to be without being judged, I would be. And I probably would be like Kim Kardashian. Whatever makes me comfortable, as long as I can see my kid being okay with that in the future, then I'd be okay. So that kind of like plays on exactly what we're talking because you said if you could be that way, that you would probably be more open. What do you feel holds you back? People judging me and how they see me as a person. Everybody sees me as this giddy giddy tissue who, um, I don't know, it's just a giddy giddy tissue thing. And I'm afraid to, because I've had that reputation for so long, I'm afraid of what people would really think about me, especially because I don't don't have a big circle of friends or anything like that. I keep to myself and my family. So if my family saw everything that I wanted to be, I think they would probably be like, hey, uh, you need to seek some help. (laughs) So it's it's really because I don't want my family to judge me. So for me, I think my experience is a little different because I had my first child when I was 23 and I would say I went through my hoe phase, if you will, from the time I was like 20 up until I had my child. Because when I had my kid, when I saw her, I went through that little period of, oh wow, I created this and like actually falling in love with someone which was different than anything I had experienced in, you know, just hooking up with people. And so it changed myself personally in the fact that I wanted to be a better person for my child as far as, like, morals and guidelines that she should follow. But then at the same time, I have to say, now I have two children, and I'm going to be 30 this year, and I'm married, and, like, I've probably opened up more sexually than I ever have you know at all period before and like even doing this podcast like I'm open with my parents about it because it's online and there's a chance that they're going to hear it and so for me it's just easier to put stuff out there first and be open with exactly who I want to be instead of like holding myself in a shell because nine times out of ten like an experience that I go through or that I've had or that I want to do there's you know hundreds of people that want to do the same thing if not more or people that have experienced it and have, like, you know, different opinions about it. But I feel like, as a mother, I think it's opened my eyes to exactly how sex, you know, how sexual I can be and, like, kind of helped me embrace it more and then also gave me the sense of, like, the ideas that I want to put onto my daughters, especially having daughters and how they're going to grow and act, you know, when they're older and what will be right or wrong. And I think, like you know, with society, there's a lot of, like, rules that are set upon people, but in reality, so much has changed over the years. Everything is becoming accepted by, you know, some people, if not all of them. I gotta say that I I think my daughter actually is the one who more recently opened my eyes to sexuality and being more open about things. Um, She is 
bisexual. She came out of the closet last year, and it it was an amazing eye-opening. And then going through a divorce and all of that, I lived such a closeted life for so long, and I had my daughter at 19 that now I'm like, oh, fuck it, I like sex, and I don't care who knows, and I'm very open with her about things now, and I, I think that just makes you happier, honestly. Yeah, I kind of had the same upbringing. I'm pretty open with my mom. Not details. I'm not going to go through and give her a rundown of how things happen. But um, we have this openness where we can talk about sex together. The reason why she did it is because she was a teen mom with two kids by the time she was 17. She just didn't want me to fall into the same footsteps kind of thing. And uh, was trying to give me another path, another alternative to take my life upon. Um, so that's why she had that openness about sex with me. When it comes to motherhood, I guess I don't really have any real limitations either. I'm pretty vulgar, pretty provocative. I mean, that's the reason for this podcast. And um, I've always been pretty sexual, even though on the outside it doesn't seem like it. I try to keep, you know, a professional reputation with things. But at the same time, I guess the only limitation I would see is if she places the dick as the priority over her child. Like, I, I don't agree with that. Women that get into relationships and allow the kid to be abused because they love the sex and the relationship they have, the intimacy with that person, or even just a woman that would go out and hook out, go out and hook up with somebody and just leave her kid unattended or, you know. I just, I know a few women that fall into that category. I just, that's where my limitation is with it. But other than that, I just don't see a problem with the woman embracing her sexuality. I think it's actually a beautiful thing. Um, I guess I could say from a guy's point of view, I mean, I think that a woman with a child, I mean, I think that's pretty sexy just in general. I mean, because like I said, it does take a real woman to be, you know, a mother and also, like I said, like Kim said, like as long as she doesn't put her dick in front of, or not her dick, hopefully, <laughs> but if she puts dick in front of taking care of her child um, or anything like that, um, I completely respect that. I think a mother should be sexual. I don't. I really don't think that a child should change how she feels towards sex. I mean, obviously, she had to have sex to obviously get her child. Me personally, I mean, when I think about like my mom and then my you know my sister also being a mother like I mean I understand that they're open to their own opinions and how they feel and I I would want them to feel however they want to feel towards it I don't want to know but I would definitely love to to know that like, they don't feel like having me or my sister or my sister having my nephew um, that it should change any any way how they feel towards it but um, from a guy's point of view, I think it's extremely sexy a mother compared to some woman who's just out just trying to find the next Mr. Right now rather than, you know, Mr. Right. So I think just from my personal opinion, from a guy's point of view, I think it's a I think it's it's great. I think a woman should continue to, you know, um, continue to be sexual. I think she, she should be able to explore new things, be willing to try new things, um, you know, just to kind of keep that going. Do you think that um, men will judge a, a female more when they're a mother compared to somebody who's not when it comes to, like, having sex with them or how sexy they are? 
you know, it's it's when I think about it, I don't really think it's too much more of guys judging. I think it's other women. Oh yeah. They usually judge more than guys do, because I mean, a guy will see a woman, and if she is have all the right features that he's looking for, big tits, big ass, whatever. I think no matter oh. if he has, if she has <laughs> two kids, if he has three kids, she has, you know, a whole, like, starting lineup for a basketball team, I think a guy will still find her attractive. I think he will just be like, hey, if she has kids, cool. I think a lot of women who don't have kids but continue to be sexual, I think a lot of them will, will judge mothers more because they're like, well we can go out, we can get all the guys because we don't have to worry about responsibility and the women should be at home. And I think that just between that, that aspect, I think that women judge more than than a guy would because a guy is just like pussy is pussy whether she's has a kid or not. And I think a lot of them see it as if they have a kid, that's more of a green light for them because it's like, hey, they know what they're doing <laughs> compared to you know women who are just like, hey, you know, you have a kid, like, you should be home, like, all the dick that's running around is ours now, you already had yours, so you don't have to worry about it, um, but, like I said, just reiterating, I think that a woman should always continue to be sexy, I don't think that children should hinder her sexuality, but I think it has a lot to do with society, too, is that, you know, even going back to, like, Puritan days, when they were, like, you know, if a woman was found out she was having sex outside of, you know, her marriage or her partner, I mean, it was just like they stoned her to death or they burned her because, you know, she was a mother, she was a wife, she wasn't supposed to be sexually active with anyone else. It's like once they're in, they're locked in. But, I mean, I still think that some of that still lies in today. And um, I, I just personally just think that um, I, did, I think it's unfair for women with children to be targeted and labeled as as a slut or whatever just because they have a child in which these women out here are still running out trying to get dick so i'm kind of really questioning like who's really the bigger hoe the one who's like who's been there and is trying to find that meaningful connection and still want to be sexual or the one who's just like hey i had two shots like who's ready to get down so that's that's kind of my take on it as far as from a guy's point of view and I kind of feel like there, you know, the reality of it is that most, or at least in the people that I know, you know, me, me also, you have a child with somebody and like, you probably don't stay with them. And especially if you had a child when you were young or, you know, whatever the case may be, like, I know so many people that for sure their first kid is with somebody else and, you know, not who they're married to or not who their current boyfriend is or you know, um, Jessica, you mentioned yeah. your daughter was, yeah, you know. exactly. Um, absolutely. We uh, split up while I was pregnant, and we didn't have a relationship, and... Yeah, and I had know, more of, like, actually, a... I told someone I was pregnant, and I ruined their life, because, you know, that was a situation where I, you know, I did it on my own. But I think that it's... I think that it is really a stigma in the media or anything to really judge anybody that does have a child or if they're out there still dating or trying to find somebody still because you know the reality is most people don't stay together after their first kid and most people's first kid is like a surprise if they were you know in a, in a situation where they weren't ready for a kid so 
I think that I think that plays a lot into it also because a lot of a lot of people that I've heard will be like, well, she has a kid already. And what, you know, does she want more kids? And that, that kind of weighs on people's opinions. That's a big thing, is wanting more kids and realizing that you're not just out there trying to bang or whatever, you know, you, you might be looking for that meaningful relationship, but not wanting more kids and still being fairly young, mm-hmm. that creates a huge stigma. It's like automatic hell. She doesn't want more kids. She already has a kid with somebody else. So. But she want to get some dick. She want to get yeah. some dick, so she must be a hoe. <laughs> have you guys ever had a guy personally say that you have baggage from a previous relationship when you're trying to go out and date after having a kid with somebody else? Yes. Oh, I've never denied my baggage. <laughs> <laughs> what happened when that happened, Lisa? It made me feel down because it just made me feel like now because cause I was still young. I had my, my first kid when I was 20. I got pregnant when I was 19, had her when I was 20, my 21st birthday, because um, I wasn't with her dad. Like, Jessica also, we broke up when I was pregnant. And uh, when I would go out and, like, try to meet people, they as soon as they found out I had a kid with being so young, they're like, well, you know, you're already young, you're already taken up, you probably, since you're so young, you probably still want to be with your ex, so I'm just going to leave you there. And then even when I got a little bit, even now, being single, like, oh, you already have two kids, you're almost 30 years old, like, I know you have somebody in the background, I don't think I'm ready for kids right now, or something like that. And they just, they run off. Kids scare older guys which I think is weird because I think those are the ones that would want to connect with you more because they, they they know what you're going through. But it's like, no, if you're still in your 20s, they don't really expect you to have any kids. They want to give you their first kid or something like that. I don't know. I've never I get turned down left and right. Yeah, I've never really had... Nobody's ever referred to it as baggage. But I mean, I dated this guy who I we were dating for like months and eight months or something like that and then like I you know he knew that I had a kid from the get-go he knew that before we even started dating I always used to take my kid with us when we would go out places unless we're like going out drinking I would get a babysitter you know I lived on my own with my kid so she was always around and like eventually when that relationship ended it was like it was just a it was a disaster because it ended up being that he was not ready for like you know the whole having kids and just a whole bunch of stuff that I never asked him to take on to himself I guess and he just automatically like assumed that he would need to take the the responsibility role in my kid's life and it was like you know I don't really I didn't even ask you to do that like I have to take care of my kid, and that's why I bring her, but I'm not like, hey. That's my kid. (laughs) It's my responsibility. You know, so, and I, then, like, when I met my husband, like, my daughter was two, and he took on the responsibility right away. Like, my daughter approached him about calling him dad, and it was, it was never any, like, question. He just right away took on that role. And, you know, even then I didn't ask him, but he also never complained to me about, like, oh, well, you have kids. 
and now we have another kid, so it's like even, <laughs> you know, more to deal with. So, but that I never, nobody's ever been like, uh. Your kids. In fact, like I had a kid, and I swear to you, like my hotness definitely increased with a bunch of dudes. When I was pregnant, I got hit up the most ever. Right? What is up with that? <laughs> and it's like, it's all, oh, cool, you like me now that I'm pregnant. Which, what are you doing? You know, and then, like, even after having a kid, then it's like, oh, well, you're a woman. And that's what I really noticed was the difference when guys approached girls growing up is that a guy never really called you a woman or said, oh, you're sexy and stuff like that to me, at least until after I had a kid. And then it was like, oh, you're grown, so I'm going to talk to you differently. Do you ever feel like you might have been, like, a test subject for somebody? Like, to see if they, like, they date you to see if uh, they're ready for kids? <laughs> Maybe. I wonder, I'm on the way you just said that, I'm like, that, person, that one relationship I was just talking about, he clearly was not <laughs> testing the waters, you know? That's how, like, before my last ex, I was with this guy for, like, seven months. Um, He was younger than me, and I told him from the beginning, like he said also, that I had a kid. And he's like, oh, that's fine. I love kids. Seven months into it, all of a sudden, he just disappears. Like, no call, like, hey, we shouldn't be together, nothing. He just disappears, but a month after, he says, it's just too much to handle, like, I don't feel like I have any time with you because your kid's always around or I have to have extra money. It's like nobody asks you to pay for anything. I pay, I work, I can do that myself. I mean, I'm sorry that she has to always be here around. Like she would sleep in the same bed with us and everything. And I, I know that was bothering, bothering him. But I also feel like he stuck it out to see if he was ready for a kid. And um, I don't think he was. And I, I still strongly, I still don't know what happened to that relationship, but I still strongly believe it's because my kid was always with me. So that does kind of touch on kind of what I had mentioned earlier. You know, like when some women will go ahead and put up with that relationship and put the man or the dick before her child. Um, I just, that's like one of the disagreements, hard limits for me, I guess. I personally never had anybody say anything about baggage, but I have had before being single especially after the divorce um that i went through with chris it was basically trying to find that confidence and trying to get that sex appeal back that i thought i had lost and during that time a few guys had hit up on me and some of them did make comments like oh i i did have some like especially online i don't know i just decided to take that route because i was 23 when I was going to the divorce and I was with Chris since I was 19 I was kind of feeling like it was barely a chapter of familyhood that we were starting before I had to go out and meet people the online path though I had a few people actually tell me like oh you're mother so you must be down to fuck kind of thing and it's like does that impression always come across to men like especially like I guess we can move on to the avenue of like online. Have you actually chatted with guys that touch on the mother subject and think that you're ready to give it up to them just because you had kids? Isn't, I mean, I don't know. I've definitely heard guys talk about, well, you had a kid, so that means you let someone finish inside. And I mean, if you think about it, you did. So (laughs) there's a couple different things that you're throwing out there right away. It's like, 
either your condom broke or you just didn't have a condom. <laughs> and, you know, so that to me, I mean, right away, even as a female and we're super judgy, but I'm going to be like, oh, you had a baby with that dude. You let him finish inside. You know? <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I look at females and think the same thing like, oh. So she let somebody come inside her, not just once, but twice. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get enough. <clears throat> like, I ain't going to judge, though. <laughs> I love green pies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that's how I became a mother, you know? Like, I'm not going to lie about that. But, yeah, I guess the judgment, I think, like, I guess if we move on to what Chris had touched before, judgment among other females. Have any other females actually told you something or done something to make you feel uncomfortable because of your mother? And I'll give an example for myself. Um, when I was at the U of A, I was about, I was 22, going to be 23 when I was graduating. And at the time, all the females there were single, you know, young, wild, and free kind of lifestyle so when they went out to go get drinks for instance when we were going to be graduating i was actually a, you know i i had to find a sitter you know i was kind of i felt like the burden to the group have any other women made you feel a certain type of way because you have a child i I'll, i can say that my best friend and i had a falling out this year because um after my husband and i separated you know, I went a little wild, a little crazy for a minute, and um, she got super judgy with me that I shouldn't be doing that, that my daughter's old enough, that she understands, and, you know, she's just super, super, super judgy, which is kind of funny because she's a very open sexual person, but because I was getting a divorce, I needed to keep it very quiet. And, Did but, yeah. Is she married? Yes. So, like super clean no issue relationships oh no, no relationship not. exists <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i don't understand that so me personally and i've talked to a few females it seems like in a situation where you go through a divorce or you go through a, a serious uh, you know some kind of thing that really affects your feelings most females will automatically turn to i'm uh-huh. gonna have sex with someone Pretty much. <laughs> I actually, I'll be honest, I waited a month and a half, um, and then I was like... Only a month and a half. Yeah, I know, it was bad, we were married for so long, too, but um, I was like, you know what, he was out screwing around, why Why not? I, I want to go get my sexy back on for so many years, I had lost that, and then I had a hysterectomy, super young, so I lost even more sexy... So I think after we separated, I just wanted, like, something snapped in me, like, oh, my God, I, I have to be able to still have sex at some point. Get your reassurance. Yeah, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, I know exactly how that feels. When Chris and I had divorced, we are actually working it out for those that are new to the show. Um, so we've been divorced for almost about four years. Uh, the first, actually, I would say, first two weeks, actually, within the first two weeks of filing, I had already slept with somebody else, and really, it was just the confidence boost. I knew that he was talking to somebody else, so it was just to try to reassure myself, get that confidence back within me. Um, I'm pretty sure during that time, though, I received a lot of judgment. You know, I've heard from different friends, different remarks kind of thing about going out too much, living that type of 
lifestyle where, oh, she's out there all the time kind of thing, you know? And during that time, though, I figured, like, I discovered myself, not only sexually because of all the experiences that I had during the divorce, but just come to learn the hard limits, I guess, within what I desire. Okay, so I want to I wanna go back to Jessica because you touched base on your daughter coming out as bisexual to you. And I think that's kind of an interesting view to get some opinion, you know, or some insight on because usually you hear about, you know, the experience of coming out to a parent and, like, as a parent and a mother. I, I just kind of want to know more about that situation or how you dealt with it or your feelings. Um, when she came out, uh, she had been going through a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, some severe depression. She had been in the hospital for some time, and um, she was out of the hospital, and she was talking to me, and she goes, I just want to tell you, um, I want to be honest, that I like both guys and girls, and I'm bi, and she goes, I don't know, maybe I might go more girl, more guy, I don't know. Right now, she does have a boyfriend. Um, I think the immediate thought that went through my head was, oh, you're not going to ever get married. And in all honesty, that's the most stupid thing to think. Um, I grew up with both my parents as hairdressers. I spent my whole entire life around gay men, especially. Um, and I don't know why I just instantly became so close-minded. Um, I had a lot of fear about family finding out. Um, especially on her stepdad side, uh, they're they're Hispanic. They're very traditional, and that's something that isn't really talked about within his family at all. Um, so, in the long run, he actually ended up being more open-minded than I was about it, and kind of calmed me down and got me to be more accepting. Um, one thing that came out of it was her just being more open about her depression. Um, and working with her, she hates the medication. She's tried different things. She hates it. Um, yeah, she is young. Uh, she She's found alternative medicine to help her to get through that. Um, she's pretty open with me about smoking marijuana. I'm pretty open with her that I smoke marijuana. So it's, you know, it's one of those things. I, I think her coming out of the closet made us closer closer in a lot of ways. Um, our relationship had been so like closed off to one another. So when she did come out, I was like, oh, okay, um, I can accept this. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> did it like answer questions or maybe like some instances where you thought that oh, she could be? Absolutely. Absolutely. And did that, I, I think like finally her telling you, did it give you like a, a sense of settlement where you like didn't have to be excited about it? Yeah. See, where? and that's cool. And then how you were saying like you worried about her not getting married that's like the the biggest thing because in the time now she totally can right she like. totally can and I have this thing I'm never gonna be a grandma and you know and that's so stupid because they're of course she's gonna have a family regardless I have like multiple friends that ended up coming out as gay or bisexual or you know whatever the case may be and Growing up, like, I would have never thought. I have a, a friend from elementary who got married to a woman, and they're expecting a kid this year, you know? So there's, like, so much 
so much out there as far as change and I look back to when I was a kid and it would be weird to see like a trans person right and now it's like there's trans people that are actors and like openly openly portray it or like you know even on Facebook I've seen trans people reaching out to like help others you know in regards to that I I give a lot of thanks to her school actually for helping um they're a very open school they they're very accepting of everybody's school um they participate every year in gay pride I mean they they fly a flag right in front of the school and um in a lot a lot of ways they help parents become more accepting and understanding of what their kids are feeling and what their kids are going through. There's like four or five trans kids at that school. Oh, wow. And so it, it really is a lot to, like, understand and accept. And, and, you know, it's not your issue as a parent. You're there to be supportive of your child and what they're going through. Because no matter what we as society see with homosexuality it is still a very big deal for a kid to come out and it's still very hard for them and society still kind of gives that you know little side eye yeah and it well it's cool you touched base on like her finding alternatives for her medication and a lot of people don't like taking medication and you know I personally am a medical marijuana patient I have kids I use marijuana you know Frequently, I have severe back issues. Like, I um, have learned a lot in that process, too, because, like, when I talk to my kids about it, it's medicine. That's what I'm using it for. You know, I went and got a safe. I, like, followed the proper procedures as far as putting it up and making sure I'm not sitting there smoking around them or, you know. But I have, you know, my daughter will be three in a couple months, and my other daughter is six, and my six-year-old can probably school you on marijuana, And, you know, whether the biggest thing is a lot of people will judge me as far as being open with her about it, but when it comes down to it, it's something that she's around all the time. And I would rather have her know exactly what I am doing instead of have, like, questions later on or, oh, what's that smell? Because, you know, we can't hide marijuana smell as easily as I can hide, like, being a junkie if I was a junkie from a kid or, you know, something like that. And I'm not saying... (laughs) You should be or not, but I think it's cool to to touch base with how you use marijuana, too, and, you know, have been open with her, because she's how old? She's 16. So, I mean, that's kind of a good age. I've always been, you know, reluctant to smoke with younger people myself, just because I've come into instances where I have, like, younger cousins that wanted to smoke, and, you know, I kind of definitely let them know, because I didn't even start smoking until I was 20, and that's, that's one thing I keep with my kids, like... I let them know that I smoke and I let them know when I did and where I go to get it and you know <laughs> here's my card and I'm I'm allowed to get this medicine but if you t- tried to ask my kid about any other drugs she's not going to know anything. Right. That's not something we're around. It's not something that I feel like I need to bring up. And like with you Lisa, you you smoke also, right? I do. What do you feel about like being a mother and using marijuana? I feel myself that it's not as big of a deal as um, harder drugs. I don't have a card. It does make me a little bit more panicked that I do this and now I have kids, especially with my oldest going to school, and I know she does talk. But I don't really see it as a big issue. It shouldn't be just, it shouldn't be as much as it is. 
I feel like a lot of people judge women, me, myself included, um, for smoking as a parent. They feel like it, it brings you down. It keeps you from being around your kids and being uh, active with them. And I don't, I don't think that's the issue at all. I, have, I smoke for the same reasons you do, pretty much. I just don't have a card to prove that I need it. I don't, I don't really feel like, I just, I, it's a hard subject, especially, like my kid, she knows about it, she'll tell me about it, she has a special word for it, which is candy, and I don't really smoke around her, sometimes she'll come around it, in and out of it, and it, it does frustrate me, but at the same time, I'd rather her know about it than to be curious and go talk about it at school. So we, we have that conversation. And how old, is, how old is your daughter? She's eight. My oldest is eight. And um, like I said, she does talk. She has asked me questions about it, and I have told her why I do it. I told her that it's a stress reliever, and I'm, I'm depressed, and it makes me a little bit happier. Um, I have major headaches. I use it for that as well, and it calms me down a lot. Um, that's just my take on it for the most part. I just feel like mothers alone, uh, who don't have a card are judged a little more, uh, roughly than those who do, because it's like, no, you're just doing it for fun. It's a, it's a social experiment or something like that. And it's not even about that. I've been, I've been smoking since I was 20 and, um, off and on. And I just feel like, um. It should be natural. Just like cigarettes. If you feel like you want to smoke cigarettes, smoke cigarettes. That's just as bad for... And I put that in quotation. It's just as bad. Hmm. As other... Like other people say that. It's just... It, smoking weed is just as bad as cigarettes. It's going to give you cancer. It's going to make you sick. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. And it's not. And the reality and, is it's all going to help your cancer. And you're going to be able to eat. And, you know, an, another oh. thing that I see a lot of people talk about online is using marijuana when pregnant. And, like, you know, we're in a state where you can go and get your card so easily. And as a parent, like, I highly recommend, if you're a parent, go out and get your card just to make sure that you are covering yourself. But, like, there's people that are pregnant that can't eat at all because they are so nauseous and they used to smoke. And their body is like, okay, you cut me off and I can't, I'm not going to let you eat. And, like, how are you supposed to make sure you're getting the nutrients for your baby? And there's so many tests that have been done, like, with early stages of pregnancy where you can still smoke and nothing is transferred to the baby, you know, and they've tested breast milk. And I think there's just a lot of uh, people that kind of give you the side eye in regards to smoking as a parent just because it's how are you going to properly teach your kids about drugs if you're using them? So, you know, how about from you, Kim, like, you don't smoke. What is your opinion of moms that do smoke? Well, I mean, like I said, I'm not an avid smoker. I've definitely experimented with marijuana first started when I was 13. I don't really do it often. I Honestly, I don't have a judgment on them. I think when it comes to harder drugs and just my own personal experience, I don't want to dive into too much detail uh, just for confidentiality purposes. But I know relationships where you know parents do coke for instance and uh hits you know hits pretty hard 
or heroin. So for me, I think weed is neutral. Honestly, I think it's natural. I have no problem with marijuana whatsoever. Um, so I really don't have any judgment about that. I think it's when you go into harder drugs that, you know, aren't as synthetic where it's like, okay, you're mixing this to get this high. That's not cool, you know, but I feel like cannabis honestly is natural. So I personally don't have any negativity towards moms who smoke. I really don't. Like my friends will smoke. I'll be in the same atmosphere as them. And if I'm in the mood to do it, you know, honestly, yeah, the judgment's kind of there. I have tried it before. Um, but it's, to me, I don't really have a judgment, like I said. I think that if it's going to the point, though, if you're not even providing for your kid, but I've never seen that with weed before. You know, I've seen, like, junkies, you know, where they do meth, heroin, um, you know, cocaine, crack, and then they're not providing for the kid then i think that's where the issue lies but with weed i've never i've never even heard of anybody die from an overdose honestly i think it's it's cool i don't know i, also, <laughs> I, I won't judge i also feel like i've never even heard of some woman be like i got so high i couldn't take care of my baby yeah. <laughs> like, <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> i've never ever heard that it's that's like hilarious. oh i woke up this morning and i fed and i fed you know i fed and changed my baby and i laid him down for a nap and i smoked a bowl and now i'm gonna go fucking clean the house and like you know it's just exactly. <laughs> or raid the kitchen <laughs> Some, i mean Munchies. it depends like i'll be she honest knows. i when i first started smoking weed i didn't have a kid so that wasn't something i needed to worry about but i swear i only went through that munchy phase for like the first two years yeah where i was like oh okay now it's like i smoke and i'm like all right let's make some dinner Let's do what we need to do for this day. Let's like, get the laundry done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and introduce one of our surprise special guests. We have Eric on the phone. He's going to kind of give us some tips and tricks on some drinks. So go ahead, Eric, take it away. Um, hi, my name is Eric. You guys just heard that. Uh, I used to be like a, a couple of years ago, I used to be like a really bad alcoholic before I moved to Arizona, but I drink as often as I used to. Um, I'm not really picky on what kind of alcohol I drink. I mean, if I go to a party and there's alcohol there, then I'm going to drink it. So I don't really have any like special pointers or, cause I don't know, but as a parent, I feel like if you drink all the time and you have kids, I kind of feel like that's a little irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Because it happened when you're drunk. I've been there, done that. Not with kids, but... Um, like before you had kids, you mean? Yeah, before I had kids, I, I would just let loose. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Do you feel more reserved now that you have a daughter? Yes. Well, kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's really hard to explain. It's not. It's not as bad as it was when you didn't have a daughter. Yeah, because now, now to the point where I don't even really drink hardly ever, and when I do drink, like I, I drink as much as possible in that one sitting, so I don't have to drink for another few more months. Yeah. But like, like last night, I keep my daughter overnight, which is cool because I kind of feel like I really needed a night out and uh, I just went to the bar and got a whole bunch of drinks. 
Did you? A new parent, I feel like if you're going to drink all the time and you have kids, especially if you drink at home and you're like 24-7 drinking, I feel like that's really irresponsible because I feel like your kids should come first mm-hmm. before your alcohol, alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to what you guys are talking about with the marijuana and all that too. I smoke marijuana frequently and... Like, you guys, like, I was listening to what you guys are saying, and you guys are like, oh, well, I make sure my kids are taken care of first and all that stuff. And I believe, like, that's what I do, too. Like, I don't smoke around my kid because I get a little paranoid. I feel like she's going to get high off a contact high, and I don't want that to happen. I I, I fear medical complications or whatever. But I don't know. It's just... It's it's more responsible for like to take care of what you need to take care of first before you start smoking or drinking or if you do hard drugs, do whatever whatever it is you do. At least make sure your kids are taken care of first. Would you say Would you say like having your daughter opened you up to feeling that way? Yeah. I used to have this, um, well, I used to drink a lot before I had my first daughter, and I started going back out when she was, like, two months old or something, and the biggest problem for me, like, still to this day, is when I try to drink, I think about my kids all the time, and so I don't, I don't feel like I can ever drink, you know, get drunk like I used to. Do you have that, like, a similar experience when you go and drink now? Um, last night... I was telling her, I was like, you know, it's the first night in a long time that I haven't had my my kid overnight. I kind of feel a little weird about it. Like, I don't know how you guys with kids feel. Like, you have somebody watch your children overnight so you guys can go out or whatever. But for me, it makes me feel like, like a piece of me is missing. Like, I feel empty inside without my kid around all the time. Yeah, I, like, always have that thought where I'm constantly thinking of my kid. And, like, I may be drinking and having fun, but, like, I'm also, like, is she good? Are they are they sleeping? Like, you know, different different feelings like that, where I definitely wouldn't have cared how anybody was before. Yeah, it's like last night I kept trying all night to get in contact with the person that had my daughter. And they weren't, they kind of weren't, like, answering the phone. So I was kind of getting a little irritated about it. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I, I have that feeling, like, oh, she's in good hands. You know, she's taken care of, but as a parent, I'm sure you guys can relate that uh, you always have to check up on your kids no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you uh, think? What do you think about? Ahead. What do you think about like how you can act or be sexually now that you're a father compared to when you weren't? Okay. Okay, so go ahead and answer. How do you feel uh, that you can be sexually or sexual compared to, you know, being a father compared to before? Well, it's been a couple years since I've actually been able to go out and not give a shit about having sex or whatever because I've been in a relationship for the last two and a half years. So I, I don't really know what it's like anymore being a father now to go out and be able to be sexual with somebody I kind of forgot what that feels like it's cool but it's it's not it's not who I am anymore so you you broke up a little bit because you're calling in which we appreciate you said that 
um, when you go out and then we didn't hear it. What what were you saying? Oh, I said that uh, when I go out, I don't really try to do that stuff anymore. It's, I feel like it's not who I am. It's like I used to be like that before I had kids and before I got in a relationship, but I kind of forgot that feeling of being sexual with somebody. So, do you feel like having your kid made you less sexual? I mean, it kind of, it, cal- it calmed me down a lot. Because before I would just hold myself out. <laughs> do, you, do you think that a factor of that is that you had a daughter as opposed to having a son? Yeah. I believe that could be something to do with it because, you know, I wouldn't want to see myself in her when she gets older and she she gets to that stage in her life where she wants to be sexual and all that. I don't know. I don't think that's something I would want to see in my children growing up. Yeah, I can can relate because obviously because I have a daughter too. Um, But I think that when it comes to being a dad and still kind of maintaining his sexuality, I don't think that should really per se change the outlook. I mean, it just really kind of depends on how you... I guess you could say flaunt it. But I think compared to to mothers expressing their sexuality, it's kind of like, well, you know, I don't know if they should be that way because they're moms. But then dads is just like, well, that's like the golden ticket. Like, I think a lot of women are like, oh, he's a, he's a dad, so he's mature. So I think that attracts a lot of women to dads more than single guys. I mean, single guys can have, drive the Mercedes, have a condo, whatever but then they're like oh hold up there's a guy who has a dad oh that must mean he's stable that must mean he's responsible and i think that some guys a lot of guys i think that are dads like bank on that um because like the whole term of dad bod and like women are just attracted to that compared to the guys who are at the gym 24 7 but i i think that as a dad i think they you know with that especially with having a daughter that you know you should at least be able to tell you know your daughter to you know make smart decisions as far as like what to look for in a guy because i mean obviously you be a hypocrite if you tell them like oh i don't want you to be sexual knowing that when they get to that certain age they're going to be and it's either your choice as a father to really just kind of be uh supportive or to close them out but then you know most of the times when you ever close out your daughter she's just gonna act out anyway but um but that's an assumption but um i think that i think that dads should still keep the same sexuality that they've had even with kids i mean especially if it's they know exactly what they're looking for or if they're willing to try new things and just like i said just like with moms too i don't think that it should hinder their sexuality as far as if they want it more, I mean, like I said, we're humans, so it's like obviously if you want it more, you're gonna want it more. But I think even through that that aspect as well, I think a lot of dads um, are like like yourself, like you say, you know, you put your daughter first. I put my daughter first all the time. Like there's there's nothing that comes before her. Um, but at the same time, is you know, just me as a person, you know, I. I definitely love to, you know, still have sex. I love to try new things, and I'm open-minded. 
and I don't think that being a dad has hindered that in any way. Um, it has made me more aware of what, you know, guys are looking for because obviously we have daughters and I'm like, you know, hey, do I have to get a shotgun or not? <laughs> um, no, I totally agree with you on the shotgun part. Yeah, so it's like, so, you know, I'm, I'm dreading that fact when she's ready and she's like, Daddy, I have a boyfriend. And it's just like, oh, okay, like, you know, is he dead man walking? But then at the same time is, you know, I kind of have to let her be the person that she's going to be. I kind of feel like guys get this extra notch on their belt when they become a father because women are like, oh, it's so sexy that he took his daughter to the park. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so sexy that he's walking with his kid and holding her hand in the mall. And, like, with a mother, it's expected. Yeah. And I think that's, like, one huge difference between a, a male and a female becoming a parent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can kind of agree with you on that one because before, before I had had a daughter and when I was dating people or messing around with people with kids, I, I can see what you're saying about, like, all with dads, women look at it as it's sexy, but when a man looks at a mom with kids, it's kind of like, oh, well, that's cool that you have kids and all, but, you know. You're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But it, to go back with what he was saying about the dad bod and all that, I never really understood that. I mean, I guess I'm still new to parenting, new to being a dad, but I never really understood why women find it a lot more sexier or attractive with a man that's got a kid, maybe a couple kids, he's got a beer gut, I think man titties or whatever. I never really understood that whole concept. It's a, it's, I think it's more of a mentality. Makes, yeah, what makes us dads a lot more sexier than with than we would be without kids? Responsibility. That was yeah, just, honestly. I was literally just about to say responsibility. It's, Most definitely. Is that's that's what I think that a lot of women find more sexier. I mean, like I said, you have Joe Schmo, like I said, who who's freaking wearing the T-shirt that's three sizes too small. You know, with his arms bulging out and, like, say, driving a Mercedes or whatever. But then if you see the guy who has, like, the minivan and, you know, he has a kid on the little carrier case and he's pushing one in his stroller. Like, I think there's just a lot of women who are just going to see that and just automatically splash. (laughs) Just because it's, like, it is that responsibility factor. It doesn't matter what the guy has. Like, he's a beer gut. And, like, I'm not sure really where the dad bod thing came from. That's just a cover, because women came up with a mom bod, too, and all it is is the fact that you had a child, and your hips got larger, and it's expected, because you've been having sex, and you had a kid, and you freaking either birthed it through your vagina, or they pulled it out of your stomach, and either way, your body's gonna change. You're never gonna have that high school body, and instead of people going back to being like, oh, wow, I'm growing up and I'm changing, it's like, we have to put a name for this. That's how it's going to be socially accepted. I have a mom bod, but I'm mm. still hot. I, I, I think mom bods are sexy sometimes. But there's no difference, really, <laughs> between a mom bod and somebody else. There's somebody who, who may not have a child that has a body just like mine, and you're not going to be able to be like, oh, you had a baby. Uh, I, think, I think a lot of it, too, is like whenever a guy sees a, a woman, he's going to be like, oh, her ass is hot. But then I think that if they see a woman with a child, they're gonna be like, "Oh, her ass is hot for a mom," you know, uh, like yes. she's like, like, like she's for supposed to like mm-hmm. fit a certain like 
category as far as how she should look for a mom. Like when so you're like, single, it should be you should be like yoga pants and wearing yeah, a sports say, so bra. And you're if supposed she's to be, single and has no kids and has a tummy, then is that a bad look? Versus like, oh well, she had a kid, so I understand that. In, that, in, like, in the sense, I for me, I can't say that that's a bad look because I've been with women that were single and had a, had a tummy. I've never ever dated a skinny girl ever in my life, and I I'm, Sick I don't chicks. think I ever will. Sick chicks. <laughs> I think too another thing you know that kind of gets uh, overlooked when it comes to that is like. The difference between men and women, like, men are totally on attraction. Women mm-hmm. are about feelings. And me knowing that you have a kid that you take care of, my feelings are already more invested than how you look. Mm-hmm. Because that yeah. takes a lot. There's people that have kids, and it's like, where is it? Oh, I haven't seen it for six years. Right. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, that's, that's, definitely, that's definitely a good point. It's just like I said, it's because, like I said, guys will go off of attraction and women will say, hey, as a kid, he's invested in it. And I mean, it doesn't even matter if you have a son or you have a daughter. It's just like, if they see you at the park swinging, oh, that's hot. If they just see you at the, Mm -hmm. especially if you're like in Toys R Us and you're like teaching how to ride a bike. I mean, it's just like, women are just all over that. You're probably the prize possession ever right there. And I think, like I said, guys, it's just sometimes it's like, hey, you have a kid, that's cool, but, you know, I'm still ready to smash. But then I think a lot of guys are just like, how, they, how they're how they seen is that, oh, you have responsibility, so that means you're, like, invested. That means I can, you know, you're, you're, you're ready to step up to the plate because you already have that ability that you're already showing that you're, you're mature and, and everything like that, so... So would you say that you think that mothers are more attractive than someone who's not a mother? I personally, I would, I would say yes. I would think that a mother is a lot more attractive than someone who doesn't have a mother. Oh, that doesn't have a mother. That doesn't have a child. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, if their mother died, I mean, rest in peace. But you know, um, but I, I would say definitely, it's. I think that, you know. As a guy seeing a mother, I mean, I think that they're they would still be very attractive, because I mean, it's it's not really anything that has to really pretendly do with the child. It's just the fact that you know this woman, like I said, she's she's been there, she's she's done that, and I think some of the younger guys are looking at it as because of her experience, and I think older guys are looking at it as far as oh well. I think I can make a connection with her. So I, th- I think that's how that separates too. And I think to, for guys who have kids too, like I think a lot of younger women will probably be like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're cute, but, you know, they have a kid. But then I think that older women or women that's the same age as a father or older will be like, hey, he has a kid. He's, he's mature. I think I like that type of, type can of I, thing. Can I voice that on there? Yeah, you totally sure can. Go for it. perspective here. So... I have an older kid, and I can tell you by going back out in the dating world and stuff, mm-hmm. men that use their kids to get a piece of ass That's, is yeah. the most disgusting thing you can ever imagine. That is an automatic swipe left, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. put your kid on a dating app. Don't use your kid to get, you know, a piece of 
something. And then my perspective is too, I have an older kid. Mm. So if I see a man that has a younger kid, that is a turn off to me at this point in my life. Mm. Which is kind of funny because I'm only 36. So mm. I would still be at that, you know, I want to raise kids age, but absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, that, 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 makes, that actually makes a lot of sense, actually, as far as, as far as like I said, um, what you were just saying was, you know, guys who okay. And, I mean, there's, there's guys out there who will use them, you know, who will use their kid. And they do. It's, it's disgusting. It's how much they put their kids on, like, plenty of fish. I'm sorry. You go on there so you can pick somebody up. Yeah, that is not to find love. That's to get a piece of ass and you're putting your kid on the website. It's not, that, it's not that I'm 6'1", 185 pounds. I, I just graduated law school. No, it's like, hey... I have a two-year-old daughter who's my world. Yeah. And, you know, that's the first thing they're going to see, and they're just going to be like, oh, that's it. You know, because then they know that's what attracts women, and as like Kendra said. It's like they know that women are wired to what she was saying, like the emotional kind of feel like, oh, my gosh, he knows what I'm going through as a parent. You know what I mean? That they're going to think that that's easy pussy right there for them. And I disagree with that extent, you know. <laughs> I disagree with that extent of things, but... Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, it, it's true. I mean, Eric, do you have anything to to relate on that? Um, I, I'm not really sure. Have you ever used your kids to get some pussy? Uh, <laughs> or kid? <laughs> I kind of feel like that's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to use my kid to get some ass. Like, I can... I can try to and like relive my younger years as and like say what I used to say, but I'm not gonna use my kid to be like, Oh hey look, I have a kid, come have sex with me. No, that that makes me look like a an irresponsible adult and it makes me feel like for people that use their kids to have sex, it makes me feel like you shouldn't have kids for that. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Because it's like it's not fair to your children to introduce them to somebody or whatever it is that you do with your kids and have sex with use them to have sex like it, it's not fair to them mm-hmm. like they're, they're little they're kids they're innocent they don't know any better so then talking on that subject has anybody ever brought their child to a random hookup with anybody no oh hell no no and if that i if that ever happened to me, I kind of feel like that would be weird, and that's kind of like an instant turnoff. Definitely. I couldn't imagine someone being like, hey, I brought my kid. I'm going to leave her in the living room. She has some headphones, <laughs> or he has some headphones. It's fine. Boy. Yeah. yeah. She'll be good. Yeah, I, I give him a PSP. They'll be fine for about another, like, 45 minutes, so let's make this quick. <laughs> yeah, you know, but, I can't do that, because no. I'm always thinking of, like, I'm always thinking about my kids. Like, I can't just show up to get some pussy or whatever and be like hey I didn't have anybody to watch my kid Nicole I brought her with me you know that's, that's, that's kind of that's irresponsible and it's an instant turn off in my eyes it's dirty it's disgusting like if you're gonna go out and get some ass you leave your kid somewhere with somebody that's gonna be responsible yeah I, I agree with that get a babysitter, figure your shit out. I think it's okay for someone to go and have sex if they have a child. And, you know, I think that's totally, um, I, I think it's okay. I don't think there's any problem with that. 
And I think it makes sense, like you're saying, as a parent to, you know, make sure that you have things in place. Like, I don't think your kid should be there for a hookup. And if you're taking your kid to a random hookup, there's something you really need to think about. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like that makes you look a little immature bringing your kids to a hookup. <laughs> yeah, that kind of touches on what I had mentioned earlier. Some women put their pussy desires before their child. What do you think about that personally since you weren't part of the... Uh, conversation earlier do you feel like that's you know you're just saying that that's a turnoff but what are your opinions about women that do that women that put pussy first for their kid yeah so they think about you know things with their pussy rather than oh how's my kid doing my kid's sick right now but this guy wants to hook up with me tonight so i think i'm gonna go fuck him what what are your thoughts on that because there are some women out there like that i know some i kind of feel like that's irresponsible and if you do, if there's people out there in the world, and they and they put pussy first before their kids, then you shouldn't have kids. Would you still fuck though? Um, I don't know. If I was a single guy, oh, no hesitation. <laughs> let's let's if assume. If I didn't have kids and I was single, yes, I would totally do it because it, for me, I don't really care because I don't have kids. You do whatever it is you do with your kid. That's not my problem. But having a kid, it changes your perspective? Yes. That makes sense. Having a kid changed my perspective on a lot of things. Yeah. Me too. I I definitely learned a lot having kids. I still learn a lot every day. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. it made me want to be a better person in different ways. And, like, you know, health-wise, like, what do I want to do with my kids? And shit that I never would have thought of before I had them. And, I mean, it changes a lot what you think about sexually, but, like, throughout life, kids are definitely a huge impact on anything you do. Um, I'm not, sorry, I kind of spaced out a little bit because I was staring at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weed that you're smoking. <laughs> it's like, yo, this floor is busy right yeah. now. I don't know what you guys are talking about. So, I think... You know, one thing that we kind of touched on a little bit, but we want to discuss further is like MILFs and like mothers specifically and how that, you know, arouses men and women, I guess, too. But like, how do you feel? Do you do you look for porn that has MILFs in it or do you look for like, you know, different tags that'll show you MILFs and and things like that? I mean, not really. I just look for whatever's going to get me off of quickest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be milk. It could be uh, lesbian porn or, or whatever. I don't care. I'm not really picky when it comes to pornography. That makes sense. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, man. Milf's is like my jammy jam. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what it is. It's just like, it's just those ones. It's just, it's so much like... I don't really know how to exactly explain it, but it's just got that entertainment value, where it's just I like I don't know. I think I think it's because like it's like maybe the it's the experience that they have, or or it's just like one of those ones where they go over to their best friend's house and their mom is there and they're like, oh, my son's not gonna be back for an hour, and it's just like, oh shit, it is about to go down. But yeah, I I can I I kind of see your point on that because I've watched a couple of those videos where it's like I bang my friend's mom or whatever but I mean I kind of feel like there's an attraction to older women 
more for me more or less it's cougars like I've always wanted to have a one night stand with a cougar yeah I don't I it's just I feel like for me like you guys are saying it's the experience it's 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 kind of like a fantasy in my head that I want to live out in real life mm. so like if her son or daughter happens to be the same age as you and you were given an opportunity to fuck somebody that age, a MILF, a cougar, would you go for it if they're the same age as you, or does that weird you out? Like, like if my kids are the same age as me? No, no like if her kid is the same age as you. I mean, I wouldn't care. So, what if what if she's <laughs> the same care, age as your if mom? If develops into something more than a one-night stand, then for me, that makes me feel a little bit cocky because it'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to be your future dad or something. We're the same age. Like, <laughs> so so what if what if she is the same age as your mom? I'd still do it. What is, <laughs> what, what exactly is it that, like, turns you on about that? I don't know. I just like older women. <laughs> I think it's like the experience and, like, the setup at that time. Like, you just know it's just going to be one of those things where... You're gonna walk away and you just come like shit. I just fucked my friend's mom and she's like the same age as my mom. But at the same time, you're like, dude, that was amazing. I, I think it's just, I think it's just like yeah. I said, I think it's just like a hidden fantasy to where guys feel like if they fuck their best friend's mom or whatever, and it's just they just be like, oh, I, I did it. It's not really as far as to pursue a relationship or anything further than that. I mean, unless they want to be your sugar mama or something, but that's like that's completely <laughs> do different. It. Do it if they want to be your sugar mama. <laughs> I mean, if she's gonna buy me an Audi or something, then okay. Achievement. <laughs> Achievement. So let me. Yeah. So you know, when you're playing Xbox and you can't stop it, <laughs> get that book. Really get that achievement. You get it up at all. So how about how about this? Um, for you know, from the perspective of two guys that have been with girls after they have kids does the pussy feel different no i mean some women it's tighter but for the most part not really i think i think in a sense i think it's more for like for me i think it's connection i think it's like you value the pussy more when you have a connection to it Rather than it just being a random one, like I mean, like I said, you just do you fuck random chicks. It's just random chicks, random pussy. It all feels the same. But if you have a connection to it, then that's like the greatest shit you will ever experience in your entire life. And I mean, I mean, personal experience, that's what I feel. Like I mean, I think it's just like it is just like I said once again, it's like my jammy jam. <laughs> but um. But I, I think I think that that's just how it is. I think it's just if it's just random chicks, then yeah, it'll probably feel the same because it's just like you're just moving on to the next one. Even if you're with that current one, you're already thinking about the next one. But I think that is when you have that connection to like that mill for or that mom or whatever. I think it's just explain a lot differently. I I I I, agree. I totally agree with what you just said. How about the transition, though? So back in the day, for instance, we didn't have too much of a MILF category of porn. And so now, you know, sex is glamorized when she's a mother. What if, I mean, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm thinking back to, like, your own mothers. What if they were as open as their sexuality as young mothers are these days? Um, That's like, yeah. I'm with you on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I don't really know how to answer that because I, I never really had a mom growing up 
I wasn't around all that shit. So it's, it's kind of hard for me to answer that question or to even give any kind of relation to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't kind of want to put my parents on the spot, but I mean, it's going to eventually be that way anyway. But um, <laughs> I mean, there was a couple times, like I said, it's like, I used to think that my parents were freaks. Because I've walked in on a couple occasions where I wish I could not see it. But I did. But at the same time, it's, it's in, a, in a weird way, it was kind of good to see. Just because, like I said, my parents were still keeping that fire. That, you know, yeah, they, they kept that fire that was, like, going on. And, I mean, like I said, I, I've walked in on numerous occasions. I'm not just talking about in the bedroom. I'm talking about in places in the house, like, where I've actually had to walk and knowing if my parents were in the same room. I kind of had to peek around the corner to make sure I wasn't walking into something. Or mm-hmm. if I heard something, i just go right back upstairs. Like, I'm not even going to not even gonna try. But it's even when you see or hear something like that, it's, it's kind of cool just to kind of know that your parents still have that connect connection. And, and I mean... Even as you get older as a child and being around... Like, my parents have been married for almost 40 years. Damn. And, you know... And even to this day, I mean, it's still... I still be very cautious where I walk in the house. But, um... Dude, your parents gotta get praise. 40 years <laughs> married is fucking amazing. Yeah. Because being married is hard. Yeah, it's, it's uh, being it's, married is, is it's, very it's hard. It's awesome, and it's the hardest shit that you'll ever go through. And if you've made it 40 years, you're fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just, like I said, it's just one of those things, because it's like, because especially as you get older, you hear a lot of people say, well, when you get married, the sex dies, and the fire goes out, and you have to find new ways. But it's just cool knowing that when you hear stuff like that, because you hear people from different perspectives saying, oh, my parents don't do this anymore or, or anything like that. But when you see that, it's kind of a cool connection just to see that they still have that, you know, through all the years that, you know, my parents having two of us, you know, and my sister respectfully is in her 40s and me in my 30s. It's just kind of like, you know, still seeing that fire after all these years. Um, I like I said, I don't want to know details. I definitely do not want to know details. But it is it is a good thing to know that they still share that connection on that level. I feel like I want to know details. Forty years, yeah. give me all your details. I mean, it's like I mean, like I said, I mean, they don't do like swingers clubs and stuff like that. And actually, I think it's actually going to be forty one because their anniversary is coming up on the eighteenth. So, so yeah, so. But, Happy anniversary. But I think I think in a sense it's like, in I guess it kind of makes sense. Like you kind of want to know what keeps that fire, but then at the same time I think it'd just be really awkward for them to tell me about it. But at the same time, it's 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 good to know that they still they still share that 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 connection. But I like I said I just personally wouldn't want to know details as far as like what they do or what they're into, but. You know, I would love to know that they're, you know, they're still into each other and, and stuff like that. But, um, like, retracing back, I think it's just, like I said, it's just for a dad. I think it's a lot more, it's a lot more easier for, for dads to be accepted and, and expressing their sexuality than it is for a mother. Um, just like I said, it's just because I think it's just society puts a lot of weight 
on mothers and feel like they have to fit a certain criteria to still be sexy, whether it's they dress sexy or they talk sexy or whatever the, the, the case is. But I think dads could just be whoever they want to be except the ones who exploit their children to get what they want. <laughs> but I think that a dad can just be at a park and, you know, just pushing them, their kid on a swing and it's just like every mother is just looking at it. It's like, <laughs> yo, I wonder, I wonder who's going to be the first one to get that. And, you know, and if it's like a mother and then, like I said, she's at a club and she's dancing and if someone sees like, hey, she has a kid, like, what the fuck is that hoe doing out here? Like, I think that that's where there's a there's a big difference and I think that a lot of people need to understand that kids don't change or shouldn't change the sexuality of the parent like I think they should still be able to be as free as they want to do try new things I don't think there's an age limit to where they're like hey your mom you have sex you need to retire and then if a guy can go out there and be like hey your dad you can keep having sex I I just personally think that it should just be an equal playing field. I like yeah, that. I wish it was like that. Society, however, isn't like that, though, sadly. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, the same way that he's saying, a woman should have no limits to her sexuality if she's taking care of her children. I mean, how the hell do you think that she had the kid? You know, like, she had sex. So I don't see why society should scorn the woman. In some ways, I do think of the perfect example, Kim Kardashian, you know, like, going on about that and uh, flaunting her sexuality but at the same time it's like well I kind of get it you don't want to lose that kind of sexy that kind of fire within you just because you had a kid the truth is is that it shouldn't matter if you're a man that had a kid or a woman that had a kid no matter you know the feelings that you have and what you want to express you should be able to do that there should be no stigma against you being a female and you're supposed to have children and you're supposed to run the house and you know whatever the situation is we live in 2017 and women work and men work and they have kids and you know there's there's everything in between people that are single parents people that are married parents and you should be able to embrace the person that you are and not have to worry about society judging you. Exactly. I agree. And speaking about no judgment zone, so we want to go ahead and thank you again for being part of the show. But one of our rites of passage is that you have to share the story of how you lost your V-card. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear about that. Uh, well, I was 17 years old. I was in ROTC in high school and there's this girl in the neighborhood she's probably like five or six years older than I am oh, I, I guess I, I guess it was kind of like statutory rape but I didn't know any better I didn't care because I was like yeah I'm about to lose my virginity but so, was she uh, MILF? no I'm just kidding <laughs> so I called this girl after I got home from school and I'm still in my ROTC uniform and I was like hey you want to come over and hang out She's like, yeah, so I I uh, walked up to her house, my ROTC uniform, because I figured it would make me look more sexy than I'm dressed in cam- cam- out- camo outfit than just normal clothes, so I did all that. And uh, we went to my room, and I-, I was all nervous. Like, I was watching porn at that point, but I didn't know how to have sex. So I was all scared, and... <laughs> It didn't last no more than maybe like five minutes, maybe a little bit less, more less, uh, a little bit more less than that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember telling her because uh, I was like, 
I'm not gonna go down on you unless you give me head. And because I figured that's what you say to people. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen years old, I didn't know. So that didn't work out in my favor like I thought it would. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we did it. And come to find out, it's like this is my first time having sex. But it's just like after we were done. I was like, what the hell is that smell? Like, I could smell something and it stinks. <laughs> so, she's like, oh, well, that's the smell of sex. So I was like, oh, okay. Luckily, so, she didn't get offended and be like, so you say my pussy stinks or something? <laughs> well, come to think about it, as I got older and I started thinking back on it, I kind of think that her pussy did stink. She just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> What was that smell? Yeah, it's like, I'm all happy, you know, I just pop my cherry and next thing you know, I'm like, ew, what the fuck is that smell? We just hope that after this, after all these years, it's clean now. Yeah, after all these years, it's clean. That ROTC uniform can only get you so much. Yeah, she didn't even really say anything about the ROTC uniform, so I kind of felt really stupid. Yeah, I'll take it off. Take it off. <laughs> Like I said, if if anyone says that their first time was super magical, you're lying. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. If, if you had a good first time, I mean, you're like the unicorn of like virginity stories. It, it was enjoyable, but at the same time, I was kind of like, is it over yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to say a word Baby, don't say a word When you walk in Girl, just take off your clothes Leave them on the floor Cause we don't need them no more Take a little time Cause we have Switch it right up, girl, if you don't mind If you don't mind me touching your body till the sun comes up Freaking each other till our bodies give up Do it everywhere, we can switch it right up, oh Lay back, relax and let me run this all up in your thing to the last time you felt my kiss It's been a while and my body can't take much pressure I don't wanna force this issue Girl, I'm on a sex you mission Ice cubes crushed on my tongue Your legs spread, you're open for fun I'ma kiss a little bit I'ma lick you really quick I just wanna move your hips I just wanna wet your lips Heated moment I'ma take it slow When I'm on your ass I'ma let you know Pull your head 
The sun comes up, freaking each other till our bodies give up. Do it every way, we can switch it right up. Hell, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me touching your body till the sun comes up, freaking each other till our bodies give up. Do it every way, we can switch it right up.